All right, we have been able to track down Stephen G. Smith from his recent unbeknownst disappearance. Nap time. Back again. That's actually Nap. what happened. I'm not going to lie to you. I fell asleep and woke up way too late. Mike Miggy King with us here as well. Let's get it. All right. Um, so in baseball news. All right. So for tonight's episode, <laughs> is that what it feels like right now? Just pure nothing. I've uh, I saw a bunch of arguments on two sides of a coin here that I was curious about your guys' opinion. So almost nationwide, there's this whole thing of doctors and surgeons should avoid non-essential surgeries at the moment. Anything, what do you call it? uh, Not voluntary, but like elective. Yeah. So Sir Anthony Dominguez has been held off on getting his uh, Tommy John surgery, whereas Chris Sell had it performed in LA a few days ago. And there's a lot of debate as to whether the doctor should have done it or not. I don't think we're going to be on a different opinion here, but I'm not sure. I mean, to me, my thought is where Chris Sell, if he has the surgery three months later, loses not one season, but two seasons, should they resume the season? I'm all for him getting it. You know, that's his livelihood and his income. I'm all, I, I don't think the doctor had any reason not to, to hang off on it as long as they're pretty careful in their practice. But do either of you guys take a different opinion on that or? I don't know. I feel like just in general, the idea that elective surgeries can't happen because of coronavirus is silly because for the most part, like elective surgeries aren't taking place in emergency rooms, right? They're, they're, they're like specific surgery places. So it's weird to be like, for those guys that aren't, they're not going to be fighting coronavirus anyways. They're just sitting at home and all those tools get sanitized like as soon as you're done and they open a new thing every single time. So it feels weird to me to be like, no, don't do it. Can't do it. So I'm with you. Not necessarily like, because I think that, I mean, it's weird. Is it just based on the state you're in? If you get to have the surgery or not or what? I think it's the doctor. He'll justify it if it's how much money you throw at them. (laughs) I mean, we talk about who has more, who has more, uh, has more capital to throw around Chris Sale or Sir Anthony Dominguez. I mean, it's not really that hard of a question. True. And is that like a painful, like I've never had it. Have you talked to anybody that has had it? Like, is it painful? Like just to sit there? And if so, like you just expect the guy to sit there in pain for months while he waits. I don't think it's painful for the most part. So like soreness, right? That's how they find uh, it early. Like kind of. So I actually just this last year partially tore my patellar tendon in my left knee. And if you like are trying to work on it and like trying to throw and like for me, it was walking, right? Like if I'm trying to do that, then that hurt a little bit. But if it was just sitting, like it doesn't hurt necessarily. And so like like, what if he's like going to like even eat cereal or like take a (sighs) bite of a piece of pizza? Like is that going to like cause... I mean, it might drink of like a soda. super serious, but if, you know, if a guy that has like a frayed tendon instead of like a completely like torn one, you know what I'm saying? Like my uncle tore his ACL and he played basketball on it for another two years before he actually got it fixed. So like you can, you'll be tendons are, it's not like a soft tissue injury or anything like that. Tightness and bothering though. Uh, Maybe a little bit. I think it more comes down to like. So do you say for Sir Anthony Dominguez where he has less money, so he's probably losing more of his percentile income? 
sure. it's more it's less elective for him than Chris Sell because I actually had no, that I'm same saying, thought. I'm saying that. I mean, I, I see where you're going with it. I'm saying that the reason Chris Sale got it and Sir Anthony Newton is not is Chris Sale had one of the richest pitcher contracts in all of baseball. Chris Sale can could. leave a he can leave a bigger tip, right? Exactly, exactly. Do you tip well, Sir? He went. He I don't. I mean, LA. I'm sure he did. <laughs> That's an interesting thought. He went to L.A. to get it done, whereas I think Dominguez was trying to do it in Florida, down by their spring training camp. He's playing for the Pirates right now, right? He's a pitcher. I know he used to be a Yankee. Did he used to be a Yankee? He's a Philly. Philly. Mm-hmm. I think he might. No. You know what? I'm going to have some confusion here because I've been playing the show quite a bit in quarantine. <laughs> so I'm going to start confusing where the show thinks people are in like 2022 with where they are now. Are you going to mix up life? if he bets on the Rangers or not? Dude, I'm down for that. I'm so down for that. Really? You'd, you'd want him in the AL? Mookie Betts, yeah, hell yeah, he could get a few more years in the the AL because once he can once he can hit, but he's not really fielding anymore. That's a couple more years there, you know. I mean, let's let's be honest about this. Poppy's career was extended by being in the AL. If there was no designated hitter, it would have ended much sooner. Sure, yeah. except for wasn't he DHing before, like for a long <laughs> he was, time? He just was a DH. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because. When he was in the Twins organization at the Salt Lake Bees, he set a record there that still hasn't been broken of setting 30 errors at first base. Oh, they actually had him playing a position. That's crazy. Yeah. When I went, when I went to the Rockies game when they're doing the and they're doing the interleague game, he played first base one of the games. Really? And yeah, just to get his back because I mean, if you go to you, you go play a three or four game yeah, series no, in interleague sure. in Colorado, plus I mean that ball obviously in Colorado flies, so it's like they got to get him in the, <laughs> they got to get him in the lineup somehow He's outside like of just pitch hitting. Let me hit, please. We're Bobby's in Denver. Like, Let me hit, please. We're in Denver. I'm going to put this thing in Rock Springs. Yep. He's going halfway across the state. Some some poor sap in Cheyenne, Wyoming's truck's got a huge dent in it still. Ah, <laughs> uh, but what a souvenir. Dude, if I could catch a, a fly ball from Poppy. Well, you're not going to now. <laughs> Did he get shot? <laughs> yeah, he got yeah, shot he last year. When was that even? Like July last Dude. year? Doesn't that feel like a, just like an absolute lifetime ago? Like that, that it's just, we don't even really talk about that. The, my man got plugged at like a nightclub. Holy cow. I saw a thing about how he didn't like Mike Fires. And it's like, this dude got shot by a snitch. Of course he doesn't like snitches. <laughs> this thought just came to me. Maybe we were talking about things that we tend to forget really quickly. What if like the Astros were kind of like, yeah, let's just cancel the season. You know, <laughs> they kind of like everyone forgot about that. Like how effing lucky are they that like we aren't even talking about that because we would, would still. Right. Just, yeah. yeah. They got double lucky. Not only are people forgetting them with like Corona, like public enemy. Number one was the Astros. You didn't have to be a baseball fan and you hated the Astros. And now it's like that bitch Carol Baskin killed her yeah. husband. <laughs> That's like the world to the tigers. Yo, I saw a picture. I saw a picture. Some guy put up his sign. It said "Honk if you think that uh, Carol Baskins kill her husband." And apparently, it was like an orum, I think. And so, like so people, this up, they had to take it down because so many people were honking as they drove up and down the street. My wife doesn't think she did it. What? And I love that she's sweet and kind. If you know of any good dating apps, though, please send me your recommendations. Oh my I'm. Gosh. <laughs> shout out no. to Joe Exotic. Joe, if you're listening to this, bro, give us a shout Dude, out. He got Corona, bro. He got Corona in prison. Here's the thing. No, he go, didn't. Go, go yes, to he Google. Did, bro. Go to Google. Go to Google and just type in his name, Joe. And it, like, just type in Joe. 
and then see how many Joes pop up. All right, so we're gonna be doing this, everybody, right? Joe, Joe Singer, but just say Joe. But is there? Does he have Tiger there... King? Where Joe Exotic, Carl Baskin, Rick are? Oh no, 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 no. So okay, so I did it on my phone. So if I go Google and I just start typing in Joe, it's changed. Oh, it's changed. So you know Joe how it movie, says like their name, Joe, and then it says know. like American actor, former vice president, American. So under Joe, just maybe three or four days ago, it said politician. Ha! Because he was, bro. I got a screenshot of it too. I sent it in oh, the chat, yeah. Caden. Was that gubern- gubernatorial? Was that how you say that? Gubernatorial candidate. Yeah. yeah and yeah. a presidential candidate, technically. Technically. I, technically he okay, was. so what was it? Did you see that the disease vectored to tigers? A tiger CNN just tested reported positive. That. A yeah. tiger tested positive. Right. Uh, right. Carol Baskin. I'd like, I'd like a rain check, please. <laughs> So all of Detroit is now scared. <laughs> <laughs> I still yeah, feel because- like ba- baseball, though. That's the one sport that we could play without fans. Like there's already social distancing outside of shifts. This will be the reason to eliminate shifts. So your second baseman and shortstop aren't near each other. Okay, Everyone this is ro- you just have to put Robo up on. Hear me out. This is completely random. I promise, but it it was it's it's applicable to baseball. So that's why I'm saying it. There was a. So in the Atlanta League last year, they tested all those new rules. They yeah, tested yeah. Rules. they tested stealing first. Do you see yeah. that? So yeah. one of the other things they did is they put a white line directly behind second base saying you can't have more than three infielders on this side of the line. Oh, I didn't see that. Before the play before the pitch. Before the pitch, yeah, exactly. So but what was crazy is it got to a point where they didn't even allow the second baseman to be have his feet on the grass. Mm. So yeah, he had to. They had to be in the dirt, like like when they have a gal hit in slow pitch softball. How you have to be like yeah behind in the front line of the grass play. behind the baseline. No, yeah. I don't play coed. Sorry, I play competitive softball. <laughs> so um, lawsuits can be addressed to Stephen Smith in Gilbert, Arizona. <laughs> Yeah, you'll never find me in Gilbert. That, that I promise you. I'm helping uh, you out here. No, no, but no. What you call? It. But you know, it's crazy because like they, they chose to, they like, play happened. Guy was out at first. Dumps like he can't do that. They redid the thing. Hmm. They like replayed it. Yeah, this is weird. coming from a baseball purist, right? Like he doesn't want anything to change for twenty twenty. Yeah. No, for reals though, it's freaking, but, it's freaking ridiculous. Well, I was just like, I don't like that rule, and I, you know what, I don't like the idea of obstructing a beautiful field with a line just straight through the middle of it. Well, it's not like it's like a it's like a three foot chalk line, just behind the base, just behind the base. Well, on the grass, mm. like not on mm. the dirt, it's just on the grass. Gotcha. But yeah, I'm more concerned with. It's like it's like changing it's like putting restrictions on the market. You're artificially like messing with it and not letting like things adjust to themselves. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's going to kind of lead into our topic a little bit just about, you know, stats and sabermetrics and things like that. If if the if the league really wants, you know, more fans and they're trying to kind of grow the game, they, I think a lot of them, they think baseball, they think, or they think like base hits, runs, home runs, right? So would that be a way to actually potentially, I mean, think about it. How many hits, we talked about Poppy earlier, but think, just think about baseball and players in general. How many hits are actually taken away 
you know, because they, they rope this ball in between, which typically would be first and second. And now that second baseman's in short right field and he's able to easily get it. Right. So like quite if, if the, if, if the game wanted to see some increase in runs and just the overall excitement, it's not something, it's something that could be discussed. It's interesting because the rule that I was hoping they would bring over just by way of health and safety for players was increasing the base size by at least two inches, but into the outfield corners, right? So the base path is still perfectly 90 feet for the most part. It's just you, you widen the space of the base. So the player's foot and the overrunning player have more room to play across. If that makes sense. I think, yeah, and I've seen definitely. But that would increase outs by some degree, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. And you're just trying to get rid of a Manny Machado signature move? That's that's actually why I'm thinking of it, because Dustin Pedroia's whole career is ended by Manny Machado. And anyone who doesn't agree with that, I will fight you to the teeth on it, because I I hate Manny Machado to this day for that dirty play in 2017 when he was playing for the Orioles. Like the dude full on cleated his knee across the plate, trying to break up the double play. But like sliding into second base, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But, but I think what Steven just mentioned was he did that against the thing. I can't remember the player at first it was, base. It was Jesus Aguilar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, he Jesus, does it all the yeah, time. The and I think one thing that you notice, I you guys just mentioned softball is in softball they have the two different first bases. They have the one yeah. for the, the and they have the one for the runner and they have the one for the fielder. And it sticks outside the and it, the foul line yeah it just it's really it's literally connected to the base yeah, so instead of just yeah. like a square it's more of like a triangle but it's like and it's they only for that a rectangle and yeah. it really is that's the yeah, it's really for it's for first yep and that's safety for just that play i don't you know putting extra bases on second and third eh, you can't making them a little bigger yeah that's not i mean i don't would you would you double the base because the way they do that in softball is you have the regular base that sits where it normally does, and you put one more outside the foul line, right? So you can overrun it outside the foul line, right? That way, you that way they can make the play easily there. Okay, hear me out though. As like, did any of you guys ever play first base? Yeah. So you're not so, you're not me. really supposed to put your like foot on the base. No, you know what no, I'm saying? It, it's literally supposed to be like really what the only thing that's touching your base is really the side, side of your of your of your foot, maybe your toes a little bit. Yeah, like right, if you're, or if like you're stretching, or if you you're stretching. Rest your heel maybe on the very top of it, but you're still it's you're not like on the bag. So I preferably think, the toe. So if you get your leg caught, it doesn't like. Typically, you're pushing your your toe on it, and you're kind of that way you can reach towards wherever the ball's yeah, coming. Sure. So my thing is though is is again this is this is coming from the purest in me is like why tinker with it in that case right like you talk about how many how many plays at first happen every single year. I mean, that's where most all the plays happen exactly, for the most right? part. But, and we have two where we're like, man, like this sucks. So my so thing what you're is saying like, is like, yeah, gotcha. get rid of Manny Machado and not, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's really the issue. Well, remember, remember a few years ago, was it Bryce Harper actually slipped on the base a little bit and almost jacked yeah. up his leg? But that was just because it was a little bit wet. But yeah. um, you think they should shorten the bases? Because those stick kind of high. Oh, you way. Uh, you put it down like so. You, a lot of times runners use that base to kind of, uh, to, I mean, catapult or actually speed themselves up to go into the next base. Like that's yeah. proper running. Like 
when you're running the base, you don't step right on top of it. You're typically hitting that corner with your yeah, foot and kind of pushing it. off as you know, yeah. to get to, to, it's almost like, you know, track stars coming out of the blocks. You know, that's really what you're trying to do with there. So that's what I'm saying, guys, just freaking go back to sandbags. Just freaking toss them out oh. there. <laughs> these actual ones, man. Well, I want that bases, back. Like, these bases get switched out every third, like every third inning. Yeah, I know. Cause they gotta be, they gotta be clean and shiny and keep the MLB logo there. But think about how cool that would be sliding into a bag and just like, Pfft. oh man, amazing. <laughs> like, talc just shoots out of it. Seriously, that'd be so cool. You know what though? The instant replays would be so much more accurate because you would see, okay, I'm up for it. We need to baby powder these bases. <laughs> you could just perforate about, them and fill them. Yeah. That's the thing I hate about instant replay is like the slow motion instant replay. I feel like that ruins the game. Because it's like, oh, his foot came off the base a little bit and he's still getting tagged. It's like, if you're going to do instant replay, that's a whole other topic. But I want it in full speed. I don't want it in slow motion. Because then you're really? like, oh, the, you yeah. Slow-mo. No, slow-mo ruins the game. Wow. Any and every sport. Think so you think it. It, should be, it should be, it has to go in the same motion so the ref can see if he should have seen it differently. Yep. But, or the ump. So but, but as the audience, can we get slow-mo still? I just see. I don't. I think that's what ruins the game. Okay, so I'm, I'm kind of with you on like because he doesn't like the strike zone. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna bring up. I think the strike zone is wrong because because the strike zone adjusts every single at bat depending on how deep you crouch, right? So if I were to crouch to different depths on each pitch, my strike zone is different on each pitch. So that box up there is something to be like, yeah, okay, we kind of can see the strike zone, but like. That's not right. You know what I'm saying? But then again, I watch those like Kerry Wood, that 20 strikeout game, and you're like, geez, dude, these umpires suck. Holy cow. But it, it, but we don't know because I wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the one standing behind play. I'm not all this kind of stuff. But So I, I will say this, though, because your thing about the strike zone mostly is that it's inaccurate as well. Not inaccurate. It gives the fan this feeling of like godhood. Like, oh, yeah, well, I have the exact parameters of what a strike and what a ball is. And I'm like do you though okay it's based on a false premise that's what i'm trying to say well it's what's so annoying is if you're watching a game and you see that the ball's clearly inside or a little off the plate and the umpire does call it a ball and if it's a home team like the fans are booing and you're like he got it right you dumbasses he was right you know like like or he was wrong you're gonna you're gonna boo though you're gonna boo like yeah even if if it were us we're sitting behind home plate in fenway it's the world series you know what I mean? Like every pitch is a strike. Yeah. And then, yeah. I guess. It's Chris Sell. He only pitches <laughs> strikes. It's the only pitch he knows. Right. It's the the catcher only- just throws a one down. That's all Vasky does, you know? Just a one. Throw a strike. <laughs> Jeez. So, yes, yeah, so I, I think bigger bases I'm kind of cool with. I'll actually tell you one story. When I There was a softball tournament that I was playing with, and they actually had a different home plate. So where home was... If you oh, rounded, a scoring plate. Yeah, it was like a scoring plate, correct. So you, so if you rounded third, you were going to what, like, if yeah, if you're calling it a scoring plate. But what happened, if, if there was a play at home, you actually didn't get tagged. The ref or the umpire would watch to see if the lady, it's almost like it was like a, like a force it out for at co-ed, first. for co-ed usually, yeah. It, it was like a force out at first. So if the catcher caught it first before you touched the scoring plate, you were out. So it was. It was. So the catcher had to have their foot on the this plate. Is not a force out. This is just on any play at home. Yeah, this is on any play. But they would. But it was exactly like a force out. But what it did is it eliminated like catchers getting run over, things like that, collisions at when home. When you have plate. a co-ed game, it makes sense. Yeah, 
Yeah, but it was because you usually have who at home plate because you have to have one of each gender in the back. No, dude, I'm pitching and I'm covering every time because I've, I don't <laughs> I've playing playing every regular. Time I'm covering. Right, right. So like, hear me out. Last year, who was playing home at home base? It was you know what? It wasn't Kyle Southwick. It was oh, normally we had Swenson. No, normally we did, but one day we had this other kid who showed up to our softball game. This asshole comes rounding through third and blows through our catcher. Ball's not even close. Catcher oh, standing wow. outside in you know in in the diamond, yeah, waiting for the ball where you're supposed to stand. And he purposely comes in and shoulders him because the ball's within like it was probably still three or four yards out away, Jeez. like in the throw. And I'm like, there's guys who will do that even if it's coed because there are some real dirt bags out there. I'm sure so like in coed, I'm I'm, too, right? I'm all for this. I'm all for the scoring plate. You know what? Because the what idea I... is the idea is could they have applied the tag? Yep, that's exactly. what they're looking for. Yeah. So, so hear me out though. In the case of your your catcher that got taken advantage of, I'm gonna tell him to hit the weight room because like, if someone can hit you, doesn't mean you gotta fall over. Like, just make them regret hitting you. Problem solved. There was a there was a bit of a size difference here that's enough to. And the catcher's probably not even looking. He's looking at the ball Bro, coming toward him. I don't care. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah, but you say that coming from a body frame of somebody who can handle that, like. Guys of our body frame don't yeah, have true. that advantage. I'm, I'm like I'm I'm six one three thirty. So yeah, I don't I don't mess around at all. <laughs> like this guy was this guy was maybe five seven one one forty. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah, that guy should be a second base, probably not catching. <laughs> Regardless. Okay, you guys want to know one of the of <laughs> speaking of catchers um, and softball leagues. We had this one. I was playing on a league that like someone just kind of invited me to. I was like, all right, cool. I'll show up. They put me at first because I'm like, I'll play wherever. You know what I'm saying? And they put this guy at catcher. And I kid you not, dude. This is a grown-ass adult male. And he shows up with like a $6 Walmart glove. Like like, <laughs> like my hand is bigger than that glove. And I was like, Oh, like what? the child's t-ball glove. Yeah, like plastic. I was like, what is this guy doing? We got in a rundown. <laughs> in between, bro. He dropped the ball. Oh my God. Like it just like shlunk, and just fell. And he like looked at me. He's like, sorry, man. And I was like, no, not sorry, man. Go get your freaking ass a glove, dude. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, you know how there's rules that like you've never experienced in a game when you're playing baseball. So you see something you're like, wait, is that a rule? Cause there's a lot of them, right? Baseball has a lot of rules. Okay. If the outfielder bobbles the ball, but still makes the catch, right? The tag like the runner doesn't have to tag. Right. That's a rule. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that until a little bit ago. And I know a lot. Like, I, I know the baseball I know rules a lot pretty rules. well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, I didn't know that. I don't know. I just, it never happened to me before. Ever. Just think in a game. about it. If that wasn't a rule, if that wasn't a rule, what the outfielders would do is they would, they would kind of just, they would catch it, but not catch it. And they could just juggle it literally all the way up into the infield. And then you could actually never advance as a runner. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You want to hear another? Here's a here's a little thing I me and my buddy were talking about the other day. Say you were hitting, and you hit a sh- absolute rocket right back at the pitcher. It hits the pitcher's rubber and goes straight out of bounds, straight foul territory, fair or foul. Fair. Is it though? Before 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 the base. First base. Did the pitcher touch it? Because if it hit the pitcher's rubber, no way that didn't hit that. No, hit the pitcher's rubber and shot straight up in the foul territory before first. Foul? It's foul. 
not crazy. You can hit the ball straight up the middle and it can end up foul because it's like a bunt, right? If the ball hits the in the in the field of play and then rolls out of bounds or into foul territory, it's foul, right? It's the as same situation. The bases, yeah. As long as it doesn't touch a player, right? Hmm. Never really thought about that. Well, what happens when you what have, have you ever seen it when they hit a line drive out and it hits it hits off of like the second base and ricochets right to like the second baseman? Yeah. Like he still has to throw him out at first, but yeah, that inter- I didn't think about the line drive off. The yeah, pitch. my buddy brought it up to me. I was like, "What the heck?" But apparently, he saw sounds like, like a, a, that. Sounds like more of like a glitch in the game. Seriously, like a like a, like a MLB the show glitch. Yeah. Yo, did you see that video? I think Barstool put it out, but they, it was like I don't play the show because I don't have a PS4 because I'm not gay. But um, <laughs> say what you will, I just finally switched over and I didn't think I was gonna like it. And PS4 now has the ability where I can play it from my laptop anywhere I go. So I don't have to haul my console around with me. So when me and this asshole go on a trip next time, I can play my games from the hotel and he can't. So regardless, he's talking about Steven, not Miggy. There was a, (laughs) there was a a video of like this, this MLB, the show. And like the, (laughs) the guy was standing like, 10 feet off the base, but he was like the first baseman was stretched out to receive the ball to like get, you know, from the throw from third or whatever. But he was like way down the line and he caught it. There's no one near first base. And then the umpire called him out. Is that like a thing that happens all the time or no? Okay. Didn't you play the game? Is there glitches in it quite a bit? Not that I've ever seen, but if you're playing just like player mode, I mean, you may not have experience a lot. Maybe. Well, I've played both. Yeah. I I am so bad at it. Like no hubris here. No no pride. I suck at this game. I haven't like they have what's called Diamond Dynasty where you play with like the player cards you collect, you know? So like I've got David Ortiz, Ted Williams, Babe Ruth. I cannot win a game against another live player to save my life. I can pitch him to death, but I can't I can't get the batting down in this game. I don't know what it is. The timing, it's just like something about it it's not happening for me did you watch the one i blew one the other day i was winning one and oh i hit a home run with poppy and i put mariano rivera in in the eighth and he blew the game letting through five runs can't count on moro he blew it or you blew it yeah let's be real now i was doing just fine with who did i even have as the opener you had an opener ryu or the starter there you go you were saying, Stephen? Um, well, my thing was, oh, now I lost it. Son of a gun! It was like actually like a relevant thought. It was going to be great. Was it about glitches in games? No. I was going to ask this game, Kaden. Do they or do they do they have shifts in the ML and like in, in the show? Do they shift oh, yeah. on the players? Mm-hmm. They, they have. A, it's pretty technical. There's a lot that goes that you can do in that game. Yes, the man raising his hand. <laughs> I remember what I was going to say. Did you guys watch the uh, MLB players, the show tournament? I didn't. Was it good? It was. Okay, so the NBA is doing one right now, too. They're doing a 2K tournament. And let me tell you, it is so cool to like hear them talk about players that they like know. Does that make sense? Mm. Like These guys are, are playing the game. And they're reacting like, yo, like I would like I would never pitch like that against the real person, but in the game I can. And there's just like so much like thought press of these guys that they're like friends with. 
That's pretty dope. It's crazy. I love it. Honestly, like it's one of the cooler things that they've done, I think, during this. Hey, I had an interesting thought the other day while we we're talking about this and them doing all that. Okay, so I was listening to to Gary Vaynerchuk the other day, and he was talking about why MLB like Gary V. If if Mike Trout and you know um, a couple of these guys were to walk in a room, nobody might. There's a good chance that nobody would recognize them, right? Because back in the 80s or the 90s, when all this digital media started coming out, MLB created MLB AM, like advanced media, and then took away control from all the teams to create their own stuff. And essentially, you've self-monetized any piece of content that goes out. And it's like, they made good money up front, but it's killed them now. Do you think they can recover from that at this point? You know yeah. what I'm saying by that? Easily. Easily. Like they need to give the teams control of me. Just remove, yeah, just remove the rule you had. Like, like I mean, Bauer we could probably get sued said, for this podcast. Like they, they're yeah. so strict about stuff. Yeah, not your, well, not your, not your nice little drawings on Instagram, though. Right? Those are different enough. Oh, I hope so. That doesn't even count those rules. What were you saying, Trevor Bauer? He mentioned that um, maybe what two, three weeks ago now, talking about just content and how MLB doesn't. Uh, they don't really showcase their players and stuff like that um, because they they're like, you know, they're the judge and jury and they're the executioner like they hold all of it. And uh, the Simpsons had a running joke for a while where they'll randomly like if you ever see a paper or something or they're reading terms and conditions and almost every time they have that, it'll randomly say this cannot be reproduced without the written consent of Major League Baseball because it's like so strict. Yeah, man. Mm. Well, that's okay, what so, I love about some of the preseason baseball games is like when the when they mic up the players, Anthony Rizzo, ESPN. like you know Freddie Freeman. It's just so dope. Like you I wish can't. they would do that more. No, bro, you can't. It's just so think, cool. remember remember Mookie a couple years how, ago, and he's like, "Oh, oh, not gonna get this like, one out in right field." But just like, lag the your your concerns cheating, then just lag the broadcast like streamers do. What do you mean, like streamers do? What do you mean? Okay, so like, let's say you're Ninja and you've got a million people watching you stream. They I'm try and flood your lobby and Who's then find it? where you are watching it, right? This is like a big Fortnite streamer. Okay. He, he, he makes millions off of this. Like It's one of the biggest streamers there is. So he purposely puts like a five, 10 minute lag on his broadcast so people can't know what he's doing at the exact moment it happens. You're saying they're like watching... The problem is the problem is not cheating. No. The problem is the doors that opens up. If there's one thing I know about Americans is that they are ingenious when it comes to finding ways to make things easier. So we talk about like, ah, okay, cool. Whoa. What? Interesting. Keep going. Innovation. Innovation is exactly right. Arizona State University, number one, number one in innovation. But it's a what a marketing motto. That's fine. That's all they're good at. Let's be real. That and STDs, but that's fine. Um, what I'm saying is that like, it's like it's kind of the reason we got the Astros is because we introduced video at such a level and didn't have any monitoring of it. You know what I'm saying? But you think about it. Think about all the ways that like. Hear me out. I heard a person one time describing how they would try to get signs off a pitcher. They'd be looking at the dugout at the catcher's forearm and they could identify the forearm flexes to figure out what signs they're throwing down. Wild, right? But 
my concern is that with if we're micing up players all the time, that you're opening a door that there will be no way to close. What do you think about micing up the umpires? Like they do in rugby? Like they do in every other sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good, bro. I, I like that. I actually saw one where uh, I can't remember. It was it was the it was the manager for the Mets, and he uh, he I have to show, share it with you guys. But he was he was talking to the umpire, and they were he he got tossed because I think it was uh, Thor like hit the batter, and he's like you you and he just goes off. It's actually so good. Chance. Yeah, you probably seen it. You got to give us mm-hmm. a chance. And he's like, and then the umpire's like, you know, it's not our call. You know, our asses are on the line. Like more stuff like that. Like we're talking about bringing in players and making the game exciting. Like that is, dude. Can what? you imagine if Earl you Weaver? Job, job. You mic up the umpires. Do you guys know who Earl Weaver was? He was the Orioles. To the um- coach? Do you want to listen to the umpires or do you want to listen to Joe Buck? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you see that meme that was like? Nobody should be should feel worse for anybody except for Joe Buck's wife during this quarantine. Yeah, I saw that. It's yeah, exactly. We want we want like catchers, pitchers. You know what I mean? Like boom, like that's what we want mic'd up. So then, the so then the question is: Is that will it get old? That's the question. I mean, I'm like not... I'm gonna say, as a Red Sox fan, I'm not really curious what Ron Renicky's saying. Like, it doesn't really strike me as an interesting like. Wow. dugout personality right but even like in these preseason games they only do it like you know one at bat or like kind of just during the game like they had, i think yeah. the they actually had chris bryant anthony rizzo and then their old skipper were on like a three-way um conversation you remember hearing yeah. that one yeah like and just like you know he's like all right you guys you boys do well blah 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 like so it's i mean not every pitch not every game but something i think that i think we would get behind and i think Maybe as it kind of got introduced a little bit more, I feel like you'd find people that are like, oh, this is awesome. I love that. I think Mike up the home plate umpire and like, don't put it full volume, but just lightly enough volume where we can hear him say strike and ball. You can just aim it at it and you can hear everything that they're saying. Yeah. NFL does it all the time. No, it's not NFL. It's Fox Sports. And I know because I work work in football, like football broadcasting. ESPN doesn't do it. Uh, okay, I hate. I gotta be careful what I say here because Joe Buck. I don't love the way Fox has to like juice audio because they 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 do. When you sh- when I show up for a football game, we do the, I do the first and ten lines, right? I do those graphics on the field, yeah, um, and the flag and the banner and the the down and distance stuff. When they show up, when Fox shows up, they've got like ten of those dishes that you hold to grab audio. ESPN, CBS, ABC, none of them do it, but Fox does because they want that like, gosh, gosh, like all that audio and they get really in on it. And when you listen to it, they do it in baseball too because you hear the pitcher throwing pitches into the catcher's mitt and it's like, thunk, thunk. and it's like, oh my hell, like what, why are they juicing? Because they, they do that when they touch the bases too more in the playoffs, right? Like when the hit runner hits the base, like, like, yeah. <laughs> and then like they do it. It's you know it's bad when it's like it's not so much the catcher catching the ball. I don't mind that sound, and they make the bat a little stronger. Sometimes I wonder if somebody's pushing a button. You know, it's not like, delayed. I, I can't wait. I can't wait until somebody swings and misses, and they still like push the batter button sound or something. You know, Crazy. like was that a foul tip? It was a foul tip. He called that wrong. But like they do it so like the catcher throws. You know, he like lobs the ball back to the pitcher, 
and it still sounds like he threw a fastball at him. That's when you're like, okay, Fox, like chill it out a little bit here. Dude, I'm dying. I'm, I, I'm, I'm amazed that you of all people was like, I want less. I want no, less. I like, I like that they have that sound, but like there's something to the nuance of doing it right. Like when you overdo it, it's wrong. I like, I wouldn't mind if they did it, but they like barely put it on. You know what I mean? So like you can hear the sound, but it's not, so it kind of drowns out the fans a teeny bit, but it's not like (laughs) every time the catcher catches the ball and then right to the pitcher. It's like when the catcher catches it, it makes sense. When the pitcher catches it, why did I need to hear that? That's interesting. I have to go, I have to go watch all these Fox broadcasts now to like hear this because I I don't know what year it started, but they do it and it bugs the hell out of me. Joe Buck's fault. But like when you work in sports broadcasting, you watch some stuff. Like I'll watch when I watch football games. Half of what I'm watching is like this. De- this first and ten guy doesn't know what he's doing. Like that. That field ain't mad. See, that's right. so funny. I'm that watching. Like I'm watching like the formation and just kind of like the, yeah, exactly. like the all like the, exactly. the like, but, but just like the, inc- the I'm not, like some players only watch or a lot of fans only watch where the ball goes. Right. Like I'm watching a lot of other things. You know, being a former coach and stuff like that. Like so just things that fun everyone going- that kind of notices different sp- aspects of it. It's fun going to football games with Mike because we went to the game a while ago. We were going to, so we're trying to see every NFL stadium right now in the U.S. And we're, we were going to Lambeau because you have to go there. It's like the Fenway or the Wrigley of football. Mm-hmm. And we're in town. We're also going to a Brewers Pirates game. And we're like, oh my gosh, BYU is coming to play Wisconsin. Wisconsin's rated like number five at the time. And we're not very big fans of BYU. So we're like, this is going to be an absolute slaughter. The whole game, Mike's calling plays before they even happen. I think it was the end of the first quarter. Mike goes, BYU's going to win this game. And I'm like, that's bullshit. Like, Wisconsin's rated five. BYU's not even ranked right now. They demolished them. I, I don't know what you, you were watching something because you would, you, you knew the play before it was even. You could you just, like, yeah, oh, you QB sweep. Yeah, you just, it was just, I love it. I love football. Like, We'll talk some football once we get football in. We'll mix a little bit of football with the designated sitter just every once in a while and during these conversations. But what's the, uh, I was thinking about that. Like we talk about, I completely lost track of what I was going to say. Right? No, it's something about. Have football. you ever had a dreams that, that you, um, you had, you, 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 you could, you do, football? you, you want, you, you could do Ah, uh, I hate this. I couldn't. I was like so engrossed. It was something that you were saying earlier, Mike. About reading the plays. Nope. It was prior to that. You watch the some people watch the ball, and other people watch the formation. Because for me, I I think that a lot of people don't like baseball because I don't want to say it's because they're not intelligent, but like they haven't applied intelligence to baseball because it's an analytical game that's fun to watch. Like. Where's the shift? What's the count? You know, what well, are they the thing, trying like, to achieve here? And that's the thing, the pitchers, right? Like pitchers, like they're setting up their pitches. Like they're setting up like, you know, a one Oh, I'm going to get them. I'm going to get a strike here to get one, one. And I'm going to say like, there's like strategicness to what they're doing. Trying so to better to reach for something. Exactly. And, and so the fans would just be like, like, why doesn't the batter just swing every time? You know, like yeah. that's what All they want. My, you guys want a good uh, video to watch? Go watch Trevor Bauer breaking down. Uh, the five home runs that the Twins hitter, leadoff hitter, 
I can't remember his name for the life of me, hit off of it early in the season. He It's on his Twitter account. He breaks down every at-bat prior to that and talks about how like pitches in an at-bat prior, Max Kepler is his name, um, how pitches in a game before oh, wow. set up the pitches that he was throwing then and like he could see his thought process like how their scouting reports are different how all that kind of stuff is different but in real life like i actually really i love going to games i i do i've i probably go to about 20 to 25 every season you sit in the outfield grandstands usually right that's kind of your favorite your spot of choice yes for sure because it's a party because if i'm going to watch baseball i'm gonna sit down and watch the tv because because there's so much more that you can see from like that view of like what a pitcher's doing. Oh my gosh. Okay, a perfect game from, you know, the freaking left field bleachers is a lot less fun to watch than a perfect game when you get to see every pitch, see every swing, see all the breaks, see what how good this pitcher is, see how good he's hitting. Like there's all these like different things that you get to see on TV that I really, really enjoy. So if I'm going to like watch the game and I want to analyze the game, I want to be on, I want to watch it on TV. If I want to go and experience baseball for like the thematic elements and like the aura. So do you only, baseball, you only go to bullpen and fifth starter games or something? <laughs> no, no. I mean, because like you think about it, right? A, a game that you win one zero from, you know, a base hit in the eighth, whatever. Is is not that fun to watch if you don't know what's going on, right? Exactly. Correct. I saw this quote one time. It said, "Baseball is a lot like the ocean. On the surface, it's pretty boring, but it's not until you understand what's going on underneath everything that makes it extremely fascinating to watch." Yeah. Right. Everything and and but football is the same way, right? Like oh, I for played sure. Madden. Like, think, think about the last a Super Bowl. Gosh, that guy's I'm I'm running the ball and he's telling me how I'm doing it wrong. I'm like, dude, it's Madden. You can't run the ball wrong. He's like, yeah, follow your blocker, follow your pulling guard. And I was like, I don't. Okay, yeah, cool. I'll do that. And then it worked really, really well. But there's like so much of like, if you know it, if you're invested in it, if you know what's going on, then everything you do while watching the sport changes. What you appreciate changes for sure. Which you just said that, right? Like the, the Super Bowl between the Rams and the Patriots. Some people thought that was so boring, you know, because they're like, wild. it was amazing. Like, cause it's like, like, they're like, Oh, we want scoring. They want the Rams versus chiefs two years ago. Right. Where each team scores 45, 50, you know, uh, points like, but it's like, yeah. And that's why, like, I actually didn't watch last year's games. Did you guys watch last year's games between the Yankees and Red Sox in London? No. Cause weren't no, those scores, I, I tried like, to watch them a little bit, like 22 to like 35 it's like a softball game like like you like not, we were not talk- fast pitch slow pitch softball yeah, yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. yeah like we talk about we were just talking about softball a little bit like like you literally could just like hit after hit after hit like it almost gets a little bit boring like you, you want that they, defense do you think they double loaded that ball just to try and get london fans to love it no dude there was they were saying something that there was like a a jet stream almost that they didn't account for that like the ball was literally just flying that's what that's what they said. Because there was people that were like, "What was going on with that game?" Because they just everybody was hitting. You, you remember hearing the Alex Cora um, post game conference? Yeah, yeah. Just how he's just like, "Yeah, well, they, they, Carlos Beltran was their biggest acquisition." And he's like, "We just have to be on point." Like, because I mean, I, we kind of heard a lot of this during the Houston Astros stuff, right? Like, we have to be on point. 
So that's kind of what, so to what you're saying, jet stream, baseball, possibly knowing what pitch is coming. Like they were saying too, that like, because of however the, the, however the, the situation was that like, like all the pitchers were like, my breaking stuff isn't breaking. So it just like sits up there and people are uh, smacking all over the place. So there was like a lot of things that they were saying that, that if they went back to London, they would like do things differently with like how the field was set up. Well, and the other thing I would think too is like Europeans love soccer and Americans generally dislike it because it's a defense based game, right? Like Europeans appreciate defense a lot more than Americans do. You seen European basketball? Yeah, we're, let's not talk to them about basketball. It's that's your Europe. But like, hear me out. I think Europeans would would appreciate small ball more than we do, if they understood it. And, you know what I mean by that? Yeah. Well, I mean, you saying Europeans? Are you also talking like maybe just like the Korean leagues and in that as well? Perhaps. I mean, the Korean leagues use a DH, but they do still play a lot of small ball. Like we talked about, yeah. Two, Yo, Japanese two, baseball. That's what I'm saying. Two episodes oh. ago, like we talked about, they don't even give signs. They just talk to each other. Like you know, they just look each other in the eye and they know what they do. Like, all right, I'm gonna hit a ground ball. I'm gonna bunch you over. Like hit and run. Like yeah. no. Which so I think all of this to me means we always it's all about finding that happy medium right it's the maybe not the one oh it's maybe not the one oh games for the casual fan and there's only two hits or you know four hits total or it's not the 18 to 25 it's maybe like that four to six you know five to three it's kind of that happy balance so maybe that even leads us into the saber metrics of finding that happy balance because what does that look like steven i feel like Okay, this is this is one of the other things that I was I was really thinking about when we talk about what we're doing for the game, right? Because you're talking you you're you say competitive balance, right? That was the word you used. Competitive balance, but also just like balance of like like how do we change rules? The ball, you're gonna, you're, the, the casual fans gonna get tired of watching one zero baseball games. You know, so, but most of us like we love three two games. We love one zero sure. games. They want they want six runs. They want well, think- on average four runs. I think the people that appreciate low-scoring defensive games are the minority, at least for, at least for now. And baseball's whole thing, right, with the whole like let the kids play, they're trying to like expand their fan base, right? And they see, you know, the NBA. Just look what the NBA did, right? NBA was like, all right, cool, get rid of hand checking. We'll add a three-point line. We'll make it so you can't touch shooters, and because they wanted more points, NFL's like, we're gonna make it impossible to play defense on wide receiver. Right. Like there's all these different things, right? We're going to make catching users. We're going to make, we're going to protect the quarterback like crazy because more points equals more views because people find that exciting. So baseball's like, that's Americans the Americans find that exciting. Yeah. That's the formula. So let's do it. Let's juice the ball. Right. Let's start. Um, I mean, you think about it, like the, even just like they've lowered the pitcher round, not recently, but like that was the whole idea is that pitching was too dominant. They're like, all right, cool. Like we're going to have to lower this to make it easier for hitters. So, for me, I don't think we'll ever win. I think that it's going to go that direction no matter what. That Because that's what baseball sees money. That's where baseball sees revenue. That's where it is with new people. And they're afraid that if their current fan base dies out, then there won't be I, anything left. I think that's what we forget though sometimes. is like Baseball has to compete to survive. Because if it doesn't, there are sports competing for a center stage. You know, what's to stop rugby or lacrosse or these sports that are up and coming in American society? You could say they'll never come up, but there was a time in the 50s where you just said football's not going to make it. You know what I mean? 
like in the 50s, people look at football and they're like, it combines the two worst parts of American life. Violence and violence punctuated by committee meetings. You know, <laughs> it's that's what that's what football is in, in those original eyes. And now it's like the glory center. And then basketball is so, overtaken football. But even football, like it's evolved too, but t- towards like the NFL red zone now, right? People only watch the red zone. They don't watch. Why? Because you just see the fun plays. It's, it's <laughs> exactly, great. That's exactly right. So they actually tried doing red zone. I hate it. It doesn't make any sense. Watch a damn game because because something that happens in the first quarter is going to affect what happened in the fourth quarter. And if you don't have that context, then you're not really appreciating the game of football. Yeah, but go look at those NFL red zone numbers skyrocketing. It's uh, okay. So that's so what do you guys think of change up though? Because they tried doing a whip around program. You you were going to say something though. I just hate it. It's it speaks more to like American society than anything else. How like impatient and how um, fast our brains and attention spans move now, because we can't watch. We can't watch it. We're like we get bored. You don't even it, watch. It, you don't even watch Netflix anymore. You uh, turn it on. Listen, listen, listen. Oh, you turn it on. Me, like society. You turn it on. You turn it on. You grab your phone and you no, start no, for scrolling sure. Twitter, and then sometimes you're like. What the hell? I just missed the last 10 minutes. So what happened? Or you're watching it with your spouse or your friend or your girlfriend. You don't even go back. You just look you up don't. what happened. Yeah. You just, you, you go and recap the episode and read it. Like or so you, look I, over I, at, you look over at your, your spouse or your roommate or somebody and they're not even paying attention. And you're like, did you see what happened? You've test them. You're like, oh my gosh, did you just see that? And they're like, what, what, what happened? I missed it. Nothing. See, I'm a big like, marketing and you were, data nerd. I was reading to this. There's like a 200 page report on like, internet activity in america in 2019 and i like i just like read through it i don't know why it just intrigues me and i got to this page and it was talking about like television usage and it was saying 70 percent of americans no 80 70 percent are using a second device when they're watching tv for sure and it was like the majority 80 percent of them will look up something relating to what they're watching all the time so that's my thing Mm -hmm. what's funny is like this I'm going to tie this in. I'm going to tie this in. I promise. When I leave my phone at home, more so than anything, I'm like, oh shoot, I wanted to look something up. Ah oh, shoot, I didn't. I don't care that I'm like missing social media. I don't care that I'm like not getting texts. I care that I'm like I don't have the the power to like know something right now. Like I want to like you see something right. Like you watch a baseball game. Like I was watching. Um, it's really weird. I was watching the 1982 World Series on Sunday because why not? Um, and there was these guys that like showed up that, and I was like, man, I want to know about these guys. I want to know where they came from. And and if I didn't have my phone, I couldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? So then, so then if you don't have it, we use second devices at baseball games, right? You see somebody like, I've never heard of this guy. I want to go look at his baseball reference page. I want to know like what his stats were. Where did he come from? I want to like, I want to know all this information, but is that the ideology that's killing or is going to kill baseball. You're going to hate this about me too. Cause I watch game. I keep game day on when I'm at a game too. Like I like to watch what it's showing, what pitch it was and where it went because I'll you don't do hear that in the park. You know what I mean? So like Mike and I, we've gone to a game like at the Brewers game. We were sitting maybe 10 rows behind home plate. Nah, pretty that, dead no, center. No, 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 no. That Brewers game. We were in we're that like one. We, four rows. Yeah. We were like row three. That was great. But for many reasons. You still watch it. It's fun to see that. Because two, if you're right behind home plate, one of the issues, if you don't come up the baseline a little bit, you don't actually see the pitch. 
Because the umpire and the catcher are obstructing your view. Yeah, you see some swass and shoulder pads. So West swass. And those little flares that come off the side of their mask. <laughs> oh, Joe West. I'm afraid. I'm afraid that that ideology that that need for instant gratification is going to kill baseball, and not because baseball is the exact opposite. Baseball's patience. Baseball is like really thought through. Baseball is is so many other things. Well, that's, that's what's crazy not- about well. Like even sports betting, like you can literally bet if the pitch is going to be a ball or a strike. Like, do you think that like sports betting will save sports? Um, yeah, I, I, I probably will. As it begins to get legalized more and more states, like Mike and I have been talking about this. Mike was saying last time we were at a game, he's like, I don't think we're far off from where they put betting consoles in the seats at stadiums. Yo. Mm-hmm. There was a uh, there was an app fairly recently that came out that it was like you crowdsourced football decisions. So you had two teams that you would crowdsource which play to call, and whichever play got the most votes, that's when they'd run. Oh, so did you hear about who was okay? It was the Mets. That sounds, the like, Mets that, an, that sounds like an XFL thing. Sorry to cut you off, Caden. That sounds like no, an XFL good. thing. But go ahead, Caden. No. The Mets Pre-X- had a thing called called Fan Decision Saturday. So back in like the 50s or the 60s, the Mets had like z- no fans in the 40s or 50s. Or like people wouldn't, no, people wouldn't come out to the games because it was in a very dangerous neighborhood. And so York, this was at state. the old Ebbets Field. So the manager made it so on, on Saturdays, one of the fan sections, they would give them yes and no signs and they would vote on what the player's next move would be on the field. This is the same manager, Stephen, that put the the five year old kid in the game. What do you mean? What are you talking about? You didn't know about that? The five year old kid got put in that in an actual MLB game. No, kid was like five, ten years old. Girl, and they put him in a game so they could get him on base because his strike zone was so small. And what the what the owner told the kid was, "I have a sniper in center field, and if you swing the ball, he's going to shoot." And so the kid would just stand at the base. This is a real story. Bullshit. <laughs> Real story. Real story. This is fifties era baseball. That actually, that actually is a scene in uh, I think it's Bull Durham to start the show. That's a real thing, though. That really happened. That's what in I'm an MLB no, these game. Were, uh, these were these were real pictures of him at in the in yeah the, the kid batter, in the batter box. Yeah. Let's see. I'll find his name. Al Bats in MLB. I read. I read something. It was a barstool article for so take it for what it's worth, but it was a uh, they were talking about the difference between football, basketball, and baseball. They're saying football is like daytime television. It's some exciting moments, but there's a little bit of you know, it's no, it's it's like IMAX. Football is like IMAX, where it's like super dope it's you know it's it's not very often 16 games you have so much action packed in they said basketball is like the circus because just the level of like athleticism and like everything is happening all the time there's no breaks and then they're like and in that sense baseball is like the theater right where if you're going there to see like freaking tightrope walkers and freaking you know 
whatever you're not going to see that at the theater if you're going there to get like a fast and furious movie you're not going to get that at the theater but there's things to appreciate in theater you know what i'm saying like broadway still has its moments yeah. broadway still has its hamiltons but baseball needs to lean into that we're more elegant you know what i'm saying like we're we're more like we're it's more stately it's more it's less action packed it's less like we're not trying to be something we're not you know what i'm saying do you guys have a thought on that maybe does i mean does money talk not physically I, it's but funny because yes. this whole time we've been talking my thought was is as purist as we would want to be with baseball baseball is better than no baseball so at some point in order to survive the sport we have to let it adapt which is painful you know what i mean I mean, yeah, but I don't gotta like it. Did you find the name of that kid? I'm I'm still looking for it, but I think check the, it, check this, the chat. I just send a hyperlink. A hyperlink. So uh, I didn't copy the whole thing, and you sent that hella fast. It's like a black and white photo. Yeah, yeah, Eddie Eddie Goodell. So, any relation to Roger? Was the smallest player to appear in a major league baseball game. Holds the all-time record officially of career on-base percentage. Um, let's see. Played appearance and took four consecutive balls before being replaced by a pinch runner at first base. His jersey bearing the uniform number one eighth. <laughs> and it was it was the St. Louis Browns was the team. Bill Veek did it. He did Bill Veek would do all sorts of crazy shiz on the field. Like he allowed fans to vote for plays. Yeah, we were just talking about it. Yeah. If I'm the pitcher and I see that little kid, I'm like, I'm not even wasting my arm on four fastballs. I'm just plunking him. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, kid. It's if you want to have look at someone, it's his fault. He's the one that puts you out here. Oh man. Nowadays, nowadays he doesn't even get pitched to. They just automatically put him on base, intentional walk. Which, how do you feel about that, Stephen? Like, you don't have to pitch to him. If you want to intentionally walk Barry Bonds, you could have just said, "Take first, sir." Dude, I don't know. Okay, you know that one. That one to me is like that doesn't change any fundamental part of the game. Now, if you never had it, you would get you would miss out on the one time that they faked faked walked him right and right. he stood up and then sat down and pitched or the one time where they didn't throw it far enough and the guy got a base hit like that stuff's cool but yeah. those are very small small things and i'm like eh, it's just tell him to go like for me that one's it speeds like up the, it speeds up the game 45 seconds yeah and i'm not even i'm not even super against like i like long baseball games i'm not i'm not a problem is that, that the, is, it, is that the underlying thing about all of this though is just the length of baseball game i think like, that's what manfred thinks Red Sox played a two-hour game last year. Like, it was the shortest game of the year. It might have been one of the shortest in history. And I was like, when I watch baseball, like, I, I turn the game on. I probably watched the, the bottom of the first, like, sit down to watch it. And then about in the, you know, bet- uh, at the end of the first inning, I get up and I start cooking dinner because that's about the time it comes on here, Red Sox game, you know. And I'll cook. I'll probably finish eating by, like, the fifth or the sixth. And I'll start, like, sitting down to watch again. And like I hadn't even finished cooking dinner and the game was over. And I was kind of pissed. I was like, 
what am I going to do? What am I going to do now? I got two more hours. I was planning on this game lasting. Like I got to figure out what I'm going to do. Yeah. I like a game's four hours for me. I plan on that. Yeah. You know, what's the average game? Three and a half hours. Games are long. And it's because of all the commercial breaks in football. Which is why people watch it on NFL Red Zone. No commercials. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I could have liked, I, I could have liked change up the whip around for the MLB program, but they had the worst hosts ever. Joe Buck? Yeah. <laughs> Worse. That's impossible, Caden. <laughs> I don't think you understand how much I hate Joe Buck. Not a big fan, huh? I don't know why. Like, like even has some decent calls. I don't like his voice. Man. Are you going to mention well, the Yeah. Yeah, next week we have uh, a pretty special guest. We're bringing in Matteo Bocchi, who is calling in from Italy. Uh, Matteo played in the, for University or Texas, he was a Longhorn through college baseball, pretty talented player, a pitcher, uh, currently playing in the Cubs organization. So we're going to have him on next week, we're going to chat about some stuff. Send us your questions for somebody playing in, in an organization who played college. So, big love from the designated sitter fam we'll see you next week is this the end or just the beginning am i losing the winning is this reality or am i pretending i'm cain and abel i murdered my brother because i'm able murdered myself because my alter ego so unstable you get that if you didn't just sit back then crack the six pack i should be in the gym doing sit-ups trying to get this six pack but forget that where the click at where the bras and the cash and the whips at where the bit back where the pop where the bit bit of it back <laughs> i just did that trying to focus on my get back my get up my re-up my rematch a patch of seeds and Apache debris passing through Indian Springs in Las Vegas, Majid, bumper Nirvana in Nevada. My favorite word is Medulla Oblongata. Just doing what I gotta. Is this the end or just the beginning? Am I losing or winning? Is this reality or am I pretending? That was poetry, huh? <laughs>